Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell, back after a working vacation, and this is History and Comment for Monday, the 13th day of December, 2021. In 1294, Celestine V resigns the papacy after just five months to return to a previous life as a hermit. Two early Lutheran preachers share a birthday on this day, Paul Spiritus in 1484 and Justus Menes in 1499. Spiritus, like Luther, was a converted Catholic priest. Menes was more of a skeptic. The English sea captain, explorer, and sometimes privateer, Francis Drake set sail on his around-the-world voyage in 1577. Drake will stake a claim for England in present-day California. Drake is about 37 at the time, but his exact birthday is unknown. The Plymouth Colony is still working on their civil government in 1623. On this day, they institute the idea of a trial by a 12-man jury. The neighboring Massachusetts Bay Colony organizes three militia regiments in 1636. This is considered the beginning of the National Guard. Our National Guard, that is under the control of the various states and federal government, might be a stronger influence than the Second Amendment. If a number of states decided to align against the federal government, they would have a significant amount of military-grade weapons at their disposal. German electrical engineer Werner von Siemens is born in 1816. Siemens first received a patent for a telegraph-type device that did not use Morse code. The company is still in the electrical equipment business, and the Siemens family are the largest shareholders. First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln is born in 1818. Mrs. Lincoln was quite the opposite of her famous husband. She was well-educated and born into a wealthy slave-owning family. General Lee manages a victory at Fredericksburg, Virginia in 1862 over Union forces. World War I hero and later philanthropist Alvin C. York is born on the southern side of the Kentucky-Tennessee border in 1887. York was a Medal of Honor recipient and tried to re-enlist in World War II, but due to age and health was denied. He was given a commission as an officer in the Signal Corps. You may recall that George Shultz was Secretary of State under President Reagan, but he held a total of four different cabinet-level offices and served Eisenhower, Nixon, and Reagan. He also held a Ph.D. in economics from MIT. He was born on this day in 1920. Television and film actor Dick Van Dyke is 96 today. Jeff Baxter, sometimes known as Skunk, was a guitarist for both Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. In a strange turn of events, he became a military consultant on missile defense. Baxter is 73 today. The Israeli Knesset votes to move the capital to Jerusalem in 1949. In 1972, the last moonwalk of the Apollo program takes place as part of Apollo 17. December of 72 was the planned end of the program, but originally the last mission was to be Apollo 20. The program was about a year behind schedule as Apollo 18, 19, and 20 were planned for 1972. The North Vietnamese Army launched their last offensive in 1974. American troops had been out of the country since the spring of 1973, but the Saigon Embassy was in place and a few Americans were in the country. What is lost on most Americans is America and the South 
had won the war and a state similar to Korea was in place. Part of the deal was America would continue to supply the South with material on a piece-by-piece basis. But Congress canceled the funding. Saigon will fall the following spring. The University of Evansville basketball program is decimated when a team and staff are killed in an airplane crash in 1977. Control surface blocks installed when the craft is on the ground had not been removed prior to the flight, and it was overloaded on baggage. In one of those strange twists of fate, the sole team survivor was a freshman out with an ankle injury and not on the flight. He was killed in an auto accident two weeks later when the vehicle he was driving was broadsided by a pickup truck in Illinois. Singer Taylor Swift is 32 today. She released her first studio album at the age of 17 and has continued since. Former Iraqi President Saddam Hussein is captured in 2003. And that's history and comment for the 13th day of December. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.